welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Hello, everybody. I don't know how you guys are feeling, but I am just kind of ready to get in my bed already. Like I've been ready to go to bed since I woke up this morning. Um, as you probably have noticed, we are straight audio this evening. Um, there's been posts that I've been making, letting you guys know about our grand opening of our business, Pink Phoenix LLC. And underneath that umbrella, we've got the Libra Lounge with Keisha, our clothing and apparel shop, Sassy Class Custom Design Gifts and Apparel. And we also have my event planning business before the cake events. So they're all housed in the same space, but we're getting ready for our grand opening, which is going to be April 27th, 11 till 3 at 3709 Fata Drive, Dickinson, Texas, 77539. The boutique is really taking over all the other spaces for the other businesses. So that is why we are audio tonight because studio looks like a hot damn mess. It's not cute. I don't know where anything is. I've stolen stuff that I use for decor for the studio and put it in the boutique part. So it's a little bit cray right now. Producer James and I have literally been working from sun up to sundown and I don't like to work like that. I feel like I'm in slavery times because I'm not getting a paycheck. I feel like this is just all free services that I'm providing. So, yes, we do hope you guys will see us if you're in the Houston or Galveston County areas. We hope you come and join us for the grand opening and come shop, come meet us, come see where the podcast is filmed and produced. It's going to be a grand old time. So before we go into the gap, I, I have to tell you guys this story that happened yesterday. So producer James and I had to go and pick up our register county, county, counter. So, okay, I, most of the time when I go shopping, I don't really even notice a register counter. But now that we're having to have one in this boutique, I'm just noticing a lot of things that I just take for granted, like a register counter. So anyway, he and I go and pick up the counter and oh, how much do you think that thing weighed? Oh, it was easily four to 500 pounds. All right. Easy. So four to 500 pounds. So we get here. We are, I mean, I'm helping a little bit, but not very much. Um, and so producer James is getting the counter in here, situated, turned around, proper, properly paced. And while he's doing that and, you know, at his request, he was like, just, you know, let me know if I'm bumping into anything, if I'm going to run into anything, if I'm going to put this on anything. But y'all know me. I wasn't even paying attention to that. So I see this boy, this little chubby fat kid. Yes, I said chubby fat because he was chubby fat riding up on the strip on a little broke down moped with no shoes on all right so that is one way that you could tell a motherfucking kid is bad if he is riding a moped with no shoes on okay so he comes around here i don't think he noticed that we were inside because the curtains were probably closed but he gets off his moped is it ped or pad ped ped moped he comes around to the side, which is going towards the back of our space. And I'm looking at the window. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And why does he have a crowbar in his hand? So I'm like sitting here, I'm standing there and I'm telling producer James what's going on. I'm like, what is this little boy doing with this crowbar? Why, I, I don't want him to break a window. What, why is he over here? So then I hear him kind of hitting, you know, scraping along the bricks on the side. And, you know, I'm telling producer James, he's not getting excited. He's not seeing the urgency in my concern. So I just kind of let it go for a second. But then this little fool had the audacity. So on the corner, we have a marquee that has all of the businesses names on there, but it sits on top of a, of a stand that is created with bricks. So he goes over there, he sits down, because you know I'm watching. I, I'm like the police. I am watching full-blown investigation. I got my donuts. I got my coffee. I'm ready to go. So he's over there, and then I see him with his crowbar. Don't forget he has a crowbar hitting the bricks. Then I see him pick up a brick. I'm like, oh, hell no. So I go to the door. I open. I say, hey. Now, remember, my background is a social worker for children. So Keisha loved the kids. I said, so, hey, 
I said, I really don't think you should be doing that, baby. This little motherfucker turns around to me, to me. Now, if you know me, don't nobody talk crazy to me because you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. He turns around, he's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, you should not be taking those bricks off of that. <sighs> it's not a big deal. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, okay. Do I need to call the police? So then this is what really pissed me off, okay? It, the trespassing is one thing. The potential vandalism is another thing. But then he mouthed his response to me. And from what I gathered, he was saying, okay, it's not a big deal. But he mouthed it to me. That pissed me off more than if he had thrown every one of those bricks through the windows. That, that took me all the way to 10. I was so mad. I had to turn around and say, James, I'm about to go jump on this little boy. Once again, producer James is not meeting the height of my annoyance and anger, not even at all. But my saving grace pulled up in her SUV Porsche, my Creole queen friend, Misty. By this time, I know she's coming, but I'm over in the corner talking to producer James about something else. So she comes in, she don't say hi, hello, how y'all doing? What's going on? Y'all need help? It's good to see y'all. It's a nice day outside. She goes, who is a bad ass boy outside? Oh, what is he doing? I'm like, thank you. Someone who understands what is going on. She goes, oh, no, 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 no. She goes, I saw him stuffing a bag where he took the brick from. I'm like, oh, my gosh. She goes, no. We got to go over there right now. That could be drugs, drug money, a dead body, a dead animal. It could be anything. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're so right. So at this point, I actually start to calm down because I feel as though somebody fully understands me. So me and my friend Misty, we go over there to investigate. But at the same damn time, we don't like to touch dirty shit. So I scream for producer James to come out there to see what it is. And I'm like, you know, before we see what this is, if it's a dead body, yes, we will call the police. If it's a dead animal, well, we won't call the police, okay? If it's drugs, depending on what kind of drugs it is, we just gonna take the bag, take it on inside, and nobody saw anything. And if it's money, we just gonna take the bag, go inside, we gonna split it three ways and go on about our business. But it was like, I don't know, what was in there? What was in the bag? There was nothing, it was an empty bag. There was nothing in the bag. But to me, from all that I saw, that's a future serial killer. It is. Yeah, when it he, is. Yeah, when he mouthed, I thought he was dead. That w that is almost as bad with you as somebody pointing. Oh yes, I don't do points. People who know me very well, I don't do points. Points are reserved for direction. Okay, like, hey, did you see that over there? You point. Hey, it goes that way. You <laughs> point. Hey, nah, -uh, turn this way. Point. I do not like when people point at other people. I don't like when people point at people to be dismissive. I don't like when people point to be an asshole. Uh, one of my family members got choked by me for a point. So don't play with me with points. Every now and then, Scholar, my 16-year-old daughter, loses her mind temporarily, and she'll point when we're, like, going back and forth, but then she will immediately put all the rest of the fingers out like, I wasn't pointing. That, I was trying to give you a high five. So, if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All righty, so... Everyone, of course, has been talking about Games of Thrones, which uh, you know we are going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. But one of the stars, Sophie Turner, did an interview with Dr. Phil for his new podcast entitled Phil in the Blanks. Do you think that's a good name? I think it's a good, yeah, it's a decent play on words. Yeah, I think I it was guess. a good play on words. So she was interviewed by Dr. Phil, and she told him, and they discussed that she's going to be taking a bit of a break 
from being an actress because she needs to pay attention to her mental health issues. Um, Sophie Turner is best known as playing Lady Sansa on Game of Thrones, but she's been in a few other things, and I know she's got some projects that are coming up soon. What else has she been in? Well, she's in all the new X-Men, so she's been that Jean Grey. Right. Yeah. Yes, and she's also uh, dating Joe Jonas from the Jonas Brothers. Uh, it was funny because I was happy to see a celebrity – discussing their mental health, not trying to give other people advice. I don't like it when they do that, but she's just saying basically, you know, I'm struggling with that. I I've got to stop what I'm doing because, you know, it's one thing to be an actor or an actress, but you have to think about all the other things that go into that. You know, you do go off, you film, but then you got to do press. You've got to do premieres. You've got to do photo shoots and to us average people, that doesn't sound like a big deal, but me being the D-list celebrity that I am, I've had some experience with that stuff, and it is draining. I did a photo shoot last week, and oh my God, when I got home, I was I was done. I'm like, I, I, I'm washing my face, I don't want to talk, feed me. You don't get to eat, it's hot, You're, people are constantly kind of picking at you because you got to fix your hair, fix your makeup. Just all the posing and the sitting and then you got to be still, it's, it's a lot. So, but if I were her, I mean, I would have that Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas money. So that would help a whole lot. But uh, yes, I'm glad she did that. But she also revealed during that interview that she is considering a new career and that career would be to be a police officer. Like Steven Seagal before her. Steven Seagal was a police officer? Steven Seagal went on to be like a sheriff in uh, some Fast Louisiana Steven parish. Seagal? Did he lose Fat weight Steven before Seagal. he did that? Uh, no, he put it on. In fact, there was a reality show that was uh, when he became a cop. I think it was it was some parish in Louisiana. I don't think it was Baton Rouge, but it was I don't know like how that. I missed that. And you know I know about every reality show, whether I watch it or not. But I did not know Steven Seagal, Seagal was a cop. Yeah, he's like a sheriff's deputy. How did he pass the fitness test? He's Steven Seagal. But he's <laughs> fat Steven Seagal now. Have you? How many fat cops have you seen? A lot. But here's the thing. They <laughs> usually are not fat when they start They they because they need to pass the police academy and all of those tests. But then afterwards, they gain a little bit of weight. I don't want to, like, disparage cops. But Me I'm, neither. I mean, we love I, you cops. We're yeah. we all about the popo. We're just saying – I'm it just is, saying it's, it's – We do pay attention when we – everyone turns when they see a fat cop. Oh, and yeah. I think we all turn and we all think the exact same thing. What the fuck he going to do? What, how far is he going to run? You know, and it, it's just it's just one of those things. Is it wrong? Absolutely it's wrong. Is it fat shaming? No. You, yes. Well, it, a little bit. Well, hell, I'm fat. I, 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 I get it. I'm right there with you. I'm sure someone saw me in a police uniform. They'd be like, what that bitch doing? Arresting donuts today? So that that's just my thing. But that would be so odd to be driving and then you get pulled over by Lady Sansa. Well, on top of that, she's like six foot eight. I mean, she's a tall girl. She's super skinny, though. Yes, she is. She's, she's very, very thin. Yeah, she's not imposing at all. No, not. But it would be like, okay, go ahead and arrest me. Lady Sansa is handcuffing me, y'all. Oh, just for the story. I, I would yeah. actually tell her partner, can you? Can you get my phone and video this so I can see it, to send it to all my friends? Because no one's going to believe that I got arrested by Lady Sansa. So, you know, I wish her well. Um, she didn't go into, from what I saw, I have not listened to the podcast, but from what I, I read, um, I don't know how far into detail she gets about her mental health issues. But obviously it's pretty serious as she's taking a hiatus from acting because that's how she makes her money. So, and I don't think they have the kind of things like regular jobs have. Like, what is it? No, uh, with acting, if you're not acting, you don't get you're paid. You're not making money yeah. unless you have, you know, some endorsement or commercial deal, something like that. Right. All right. Moving right along, Wendy Williams. Wendy has been going through it. 2019. Ooh, Ooh so everyone knows that. For like, it seemed like 10 years, she was having an issue. Was it, I think it was with her arm or something like that, where she couldn't host her show. So they had several guest hosts. They had Nick Cannon on there and a few others. So she finally came back. But then a couple of weeks later, she revealed that she was actually living in a sober house facility. Um, her drug of choice has been cocaine. 
Uh, which anybody that has seen her knows that's not a shocker. Like, yeah, you, you, you we know. I, look at your nose. It is caving inward, you know. I was um, shocked. Really? I, I was. I thought it might have been from the uh, tranquilizers her handlers have to dart her with when they put oh her back in her cage God. at night. He, he always says that Wendy Williams <laughs> is a Sasquatch. She is. Um, she's a shaved Sasquatch. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, she's a lot of woman. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> so she announced that during one of her shows, which that's, you know, it, here's the thing about celebrities. There's always rumors going around about celebrities because someone in – your circle knows the truth and they're always going to tell someone else. So, I mean, those rumors have been swirling for years, but I knew, I know it took a lot for her to admit that and not just to admit it, but to say, you know, I'm living in a sober house. I come here, I get glammed up. I do this show. We laugh, we talk, we kiki. But then when I leave, I'm going to a sober living facility. So that was pretty brave of her to do. Now, now did that, now did she, Break that news? Or yeah, did she, she did. She broke it. She like broke it wasn't the, already in the tabloids. No, she broke the news okay. herself. So then a couple of weeks later, her husband and his longtime mistress had a baby girl. Wow. Oh, my God. Damn. I mean, again, rumors have swirled for many, 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 many years that her husband, Kevin, has been cheating on her. He even cheated on her, on her like, immediately after she had their son. And I think their son's, like, 20 or somewhere in that age um, bracket. So he and his girlfriend, did I say the wrong word? Are you laughing at me? No, I'm just thinking of every Jack Link's commercial I've ever seen with Sasquatch and just like angry Sasquatch throwing stuff around the house whenever she found out he was cheating on her. I just, that's all I can think of, sorry. Because you are an 11 year old child. <laughs> Moving right along. So he has this baby and I think that realization, which I'm sure she already knew. She, she's known about this mistress for years. And I'm sure she knew about the pregnancy, but for that baby actually to be here on earth, for everyone to see, I think it was a bit much. That would have been too much for anybody, but especially someone who is having issues with drugs or alcohol like Wendy was. Um, so that happened, and then last week happened, and she finally filed for divorce but get this she had his ass served at the studio where he works i mean that is some petty shit i love it love it love it because that's exactly what i would have done but i would have asked the person who served him can you slap his ass in the face with the envelopes when you do that i'll pay you extra so she served him divorce papers and then this week happened you know, he serves as her manager, so he where oh. she goes, he goes. He's always at the studio. She fired his ass. Fired. And I'm like, Wendy, Wendy, girl, you did good. You did the damn thing. You embarrassed that motherfucker. You let him know who's really in charge. Yes, I am so proud of Wendy. And a lot of people have said, oh, it's karma because Wendy – does her job and she does it well she is all about the gossip she always has been she throws low blows sometimes but guess what she is successful at what she does and she's able to continue to do that because of people like me who will always want to know and and laugh at it so yes yeah, she is oh and another thing she is moved out of their home and she is finding herself a new place so i believe that wendy is done done and, and I'm happy for her. Do you think there's any risk of her, like, backsliding at all with all this stress? Yeah. And I think that's why she has decided to go continue to live in a sober living facility. Oh. Because you have nothing but support there 24-7. You know, so, yes, that is the best place for her to be right now. And, you know, Wendy it has the status and the money to be able to say, hey, I want someone to come to my house every day to help me get over this. But she really is really in a way just letting down her guard completely by going to live in the, the sober facility. And I, I wish you lots of luck, Wendy. That's a lot going on. And it really is. And then you're in the public eye and she still has to go to work every day. Yeah, I hope everything works out. I mean, we don't want to lose any endangered species. Oh, my God. Ugh. 
some people. <laughs> Anywho, uh, moving right along, <laughs> this weekend, baby True Thompson celebrated her first birthday. If you don't know who True is, um, you must. You know, I don't even know what to say. She is the daughter of Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson, okay? So we all know that the big scandal of the year was Tristan Thompson and Jordan Woods, who's the best friend of Khloe's sister, Kylie, uh, got caught, quote-unquote, hooking up. So, of course, there's been lots of family drama. Chloe's extremely hurt. They even recorded some of the, uh, the fallout for their show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But she did invite uh, Tristan to come to the party. The party was so adorable. It they She had everything. This was like the first birthday party of first birthday parties. It wasn't, you know... Stormy Webster, who is Kylie's daughter, had her first birthday, but it was so much, but it was almost tacky in a way. They redid uh, Travis Scott's Stormy's dad, whole little astral thing. It was just kind of weird. Some of that stuff was just fucking weird. But um, yes, Chloe's party for True was way over the top, but it was really cute. I mean, it had she had fog machines. She had like those Asian style uh, upside down umbrellas on the ceilings. They I don't even want to know how many balloons they had. I, I would say it was in the thousands easily, just based on what I was able to see from the photos. I'm sure there was more. They had miniature ponies that had horns put on them so they could be unicorns, and their tails and their hair was dyed different colors. Um, all of the relatives were there. True and Chloe had on matching dresses, of course. Uh, but word is that although she was the bigger person and invited Tristan, Chloe didn't have shit for Tristan during the whole party. I don't think I would have been able to invite him. So I, I'm actually proud of her, you know, for extending the invitation to him because I was like, mm -mm, you can't come over here. No, have her, you, I do my party over here, you do your party for her over there. So what did he do? What What did he do to her? Tristan Thompson? Yeah. Well, he cheated on her with Kylie's best friend, uh, Jordan Woods. Oh. How do you not, gotcha. do you not read the shit that I post? I do, but every time I see the word Kardashian, Yeah, I he's not a fan head. of the family at no. all, so. No. Happy birthday, True. It was really funny because I was watching um, Chloe's Insta story the day before, and she was like, her niece sent um, baby True a gift. And she's like, who does True think she is getting her niece to send her a gift? She's like, they've never sent me anything. So it was, it was cute. I did feel sorry for Chloe at this one part, you know, because, of course, they had it all filmed with music. And there was this scene where she and... True are sitting down and they're in, engulfed with the fog machine smoke. And it, I think it was supposed to look angelic, but the music was kind of slow. And I was like, oh, yeah. she's still heartbroken. And I know that was a very hard thing for her to do because there's nothing worse than having to share a child with a man you can't stand and you still got to see his ass. Trust me. I know. All right. When we get back from this break, we're going to talk Game of Thrones. And also, what is with this big thing about people being an, an influencer? And I'm going to share my two cents about that when we get back. to show everyone so we want to give a big thank you to our show sponsor classic bar with sherry lots of celebrities like kelly ripa drew barrymore and zoe deschanel all take bar classes because it's the perfect way to increase cardiovascular endurance and metabolism helping you to burn more calories but it also helps strengthen and tone your muscles right now your first class is only ten dollars and if you mention the Libra Lounge with Keisha, you get half off of that. It's as easy as going to the Mind Body app and signing up, or you can call the studio at Fem Fatale at 
1-800-242-8037. And also you can email Sherry at bar, that's B-A-R-R-E, and yoga at gmail.com. This is a great class for all ages. And yes, I have taken Sherry's class. Sherry is a very patient and great instructor. Um, it is a full body workout. So if you're looking to try something new, Classic Bar with Sherry is the place to go. She, The studio at Femme Fatale is located inside of Femme Fatale Studio, which is located right here in Dickinson, Texas. All right. So um, funny thing happened Sunday night. Um, was the premiere of the, I mean, I swear it felt like it was 12 years that we've been waiting on this season of Game of Thrones to premiere, and it did premiere this Sunday, and James and I were so just in a trance watching the show. My mom had walked in, and she's just standing there looking at us, and she's like, what can y'all possibly be watching that you didn't notice someone walked in the house and has been standing here at the door looking at y'all for five minutes? We're like, oh, Game of Thrones. Now leave, woman, yes. and be quiet. Quiet, leave. <laughs> so Game of Thrones season premiere was a good one. One thing that I am so grateful that they did is they did not drag the story of who Jon Snow really is, his true paternity, who his real parents were. Thank God, because I was like, I know they're going to wait till like the second before the last episode to, to reveal who he really is. Now, producer James, here's the thing. I'm a Game of Thrones fan, but producer James is a super Game of Thrones fan. He has read the books. He's got the graphic novels. Don't you have graphic novels and shit like that? I have graphic novels. I have a coloring book. He has a coloring book. He's got glassware that's Game of Thrones. Um, all, all kinds of shit. Like, he is such a fan that he always takes a long time taking a shit, but he actually would take the book with him as he took a shit. That is how much of a super committed fan he is of Game of Thrones. So, Producer James, I, I love the show, but sometimes, like, I forget some of the characters' names. <laughs> so, how about this? How about you describe a character that you forgot the name of, and okay. I'll see if I can guess who you're talking about. Okay, so last, it, last year, the season, not last year, but the season finale showed Jon Snow and Khaleesi hooking up. But during that time, it was revealed to all of us who Jon Snow's fraternity really was because all this time he has he has been the bastard son of, of Stark, Ned, Ned, Ned Stark. Stark. And some woman, he doesn't know who his mom is. But we find out during that time that Jon Snow is actually fucking his aunt. Yes. Because Khaleesi's brother was Jon Snow's mom. Correct. No, and no, 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 no. His, her brother was his father. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yes. Her, Khaleesi's brother was Jon Snow's dad, and his mom was Ned Stark's sister. Correct. So he is really heir of the Seven Kingdoms. So there's some controversy there. Mm -hmm. So consider this. First up, yeah, he is a Targaryen, Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark or his mom and dad. There is a theory. Okay, so you know Gendry, the bastard of Robert Baratheon? Yes, I like okay. him. He's cute. He's yeah. the one, he's a little sword maker boy. Yeah. Yes, so he's cute. Blacksmith or yes. sword maker boy, mm -hmm. whatever. So early in the show, Cersei had talked about losing her first child. Mm -hmm. She tells somebody that she lost a child that had dark hair. Uh -huh. So the theory is was that that's actually Gendry, who didn't die, but was taken away and raised, you know, away from the crown. Mm -hmm. That's a theory. I don't, there's slight evidence. So if that's true, he has a better claim than John does because he would be the oh. son of the king and queen of the standing crown. <sighs> Seems so. like they're going to have, they're going to be fighting. Um, well, the whole episode, I loved it. 
because they set the entire chessboard yeah. in one episode. But the mic drop of the entire episode, let me tell you, let me tell you, was when Jamie Lannister came to Winterfell and Braun was right there in his little mate, his little wheelchair. Brand. To some brand. brand, he was in his little wheelchair. You know, he can't move, but he gave Jamie Lannister the fucking death stare of all death stares. Like, remember me? I've been looking for your ass since episode one when y'all made me cripple. That was the mic drop. Nothing was said. Nothing had to be said. But it was just like, holy shit, boss. Well, it was also cool that Bran said, uh, I'm waiting for an old friend. Mm-hmm. And just sat there, you know, watching everything and just, waiting, just waiting on Jamie. I'm, I don't, I, I'm, I'm hoping people brought him food. I, I hope they brought him water. I hope they took him into a little hole so he can use the bathroom or something. Because he was just waiting. Just waiting and watching, just watching everybody. And and Brand never has different facial expressions. It's Not all anymore. one. I'm like, look, you paralyzed from the neck down, but your face still works. You can change your facial expressions, Brand. Okay, we get it. Is so that yeah, rude? The, there's some thoughts there that uh, he used to be very expressive. Like he was bad. He, well, he was. He but was running around doing shit, watching people having sex. Yeah, true. That's why he's paralyzed right now. So there's some thought that he actually does know how everything's going to end, mm-hmm. and he's sad and solemn because he knows how bad it's going to be in the end. That's mm. a thought. I guess we'll have to wait and see. So what else happened? So Jon Snow goes and recruits Khaleesi and her army to help them take down Cersei. Well, not Cersei. So, so remember, so oh, see, he, motherfuckers always okay. got to try to correct people. Well, because I mean, you're just, totally wrong. But then no, nobody watching the show. So that. nobody's fighting Cersei. Okay. They're getting ready for the Army of the Dead and That's the White right. Walkers. Yes. Now Cersei, with her scheming ass, mm-hmm. got Euron Greyjoy to go across to Essos and mm-hmm. get the Gold Company, which mm-hmm. is that big mercenary band, mm-hmm. which was great because she was so disappointed that there were no elephants. Yeah, Remember that? she kept she talking about the it like damn three or four times. Yeah, like, bitch, how did you think they were going to get here? Exactly. I mean, th- you, you want the army. That's a lot of weight. Plus, you want elephants, too. But how big were Euron Greyjoy's, uh, Greyjoy's balls? How big is that dude's balls? How the dirty bold guy? is that dude? No, the, the guy, guy who, who had sex with her? Yeah. Yeah, he, he – I feel like somebody is going to chop his head off. I don't know. He fucks with too many people, too many different ways. He, he fucks is with everybody. everybody. I, I don't think that he will make it to the last episode. Probably not. Um, let's see, who else? Braun. Remember mm-hmm. Braun, Tyrion's friend? So Cersei made him a really shitty offer uh, to kill Jamie and Tyrion for exchange of a castle or whatever. And for those of you desire. who don't know, Jamie and Tyrion are her brothers. Correct. Jamie is also no. Jamie and Cersei are twins. Yes, but they are also lovers. She has birthed all of his children. All three children she had were from him, and they're all dead. All and dead. she's currently pregnant right now. Yes. Yes. So, um, moving right along, I'm trying to think what else big really happened. Oh, poor Sam. You gotta love Sam. Every every hero needs a Sam. Jon Snow needs a Sam. Frodo needed a Sam. They could never get anything done without the Sam. But damn, Sam, Daenerys killed not just your daddy, but your brother too. And his dad was pretty much a dick and a total asshole. But his brother was good, and he liked his brother, so he was pretty yeah. sad about his brother. Yeah, because they would not bend. They would not kneel to her. Nope. Yeah, so that's when Sam goes to find John and tells him about his true paternity. And I think John is a level of shocked, like, what the fuck? He's grown up all this time, people calling him a bastard child. His stepmother never really liked him because he was a constant reminder that her husband cheated on her, which in actuality he didn't. And now he's finding out, well, oh, he probably was looking crazy because he's like, God damn, I just got done fucking my aunt. Yep. Yeah. So, and by the way, I'm also the king. Yeah. Which, you know, when he recruited Khaleesi, he made her queen of Winterfell. Well, he Winterfell. didn't make her queen. He, he gave he his just crown accepted. to her. No, he, no. He recognized her as his queen. Mm-hmm. He gave up his crown, which, remember, that was the problem 
when he came back to Winterfell, a lot of the northern lords were pissed off because he left there, the king of the north, mm -hmm. and came back calling someone else queen. Right. And what's the little girl's name? Oh, uh, Arya Stark? No. Oh. The other little girl, the little badass girl. Leanna Mormont. Yeah. She was she's like, bad. you, we made you the king. And she's you come ass. back and you telling us she's the queen. Oh, she read him for filth. Oh, oh I love that does. little girl. She's yes. awesome. She is so badass. Um, she, I, I love it. But she, yes, she read Jon Snow to filth in a room full of grownups who didn't say anything, but they were all thinking exactly what she was thinking. So, um, I, I can't wait to see the next episode. Um, anything um, that's worth mentioning that I didn't mention? Uh, we found out that uh, Tormund Giantsbane survived. So the red-haired wilding that loves Brienne. Yeah, so it was funny because there's a scene with him. And I don't know if they're like in a cave or something like that. But it's kind of dark and they've only got like their little torch lights. And then someone else comes the opposite way. And he's like, screams, wait, look, he's got blue eyes. So he thought that he was one of the... Um, what do you call the one of the whites? Yes, the... and he's all like, "I've always had blue eyes," so that was pretty funny. It was a good episode. Uh, for some odd reason, you know, up until this time, we were told that it was it, there was going to be fewer episodes, but the episodes were going to be longer than an hour. But Sunday's episode was just an hour, so I don't know. I, I don't know how long next next week's episode is going to be so next week is supposed to be 58 minutes okay and then after that they go over an hour for the last okay. four lots of excitement so you know i everyone has been hearing the word influencer for years and now <laughs> it's crazy because you know how people will change the definition of something to fit their status right so an influencer is someone who has influence over a population of people, okay? And it, it really is big. The thing is now to be a social media influencer, okay? Which, to me, is smart. It's good marketing for companies. Um, it's money for the influencer. But now there's so many people, normal people, who are like, I want to be a, an influencer. For example, there was, and I don't even know how I started following this person, but sh this girl, she friended me on Facebook, and I want to say she has lupus. So she must have seen me like on a lupus group or something like that. So she friended me on Facebook, and then she started following the Libra Lunch with Keisha Instagram page. So I, I, I try to follow people back when they follow me. So I noticed, well, I knew a long time ago she was, like, overly dramatic. I'm like, uh, okay. But she started posting these videos. And the videos would primarily be her and her car um, just talking. And some of, some of them, I didn't watch a lot of them. Um, but they were kind of funny, so whatever. Um, so then one day she DM'd me. And she's like, hey, do you mind sharing that video on your page and tell your followers to follow me? And I'm like, first of all, what what, what video are you talking about? So she sent me the video. Look, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I post a lot on social media because I have to. We have sponsors that pay us for advertisement. So the more that I post, the more traffic it brings to me, which brings more traffic to them. But there's a lot of times I'm I'm on social media, but I'm not really on social media. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm on there posting, and I I and I know this sounds horrible. I will go through and I'll just like things. I, sometimes I don't even pay attention to it. I just like it, um, and I think that was the case with her video. And so I was like, okay. She goes, I'm just gonna throw my hat in this social influencer thing. I'm gonna be an influencer. And I'm thinking, of what? 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 Like, what? Okay, you just want to be an influencer. An influencer of what? An influencer to whom? It's it, it's mind-boggling because she's not the only person. It was like, oh, I'm going to be an influencer. I'm going to be a social media influencer. It's so much more than that. My thing is, for one, you – oh, but to, the, to finish up that story, I told her, here's the information for my – PR, contact her. That's what everything goes through. Then she quit following me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, so, anywho, 
you have to have a platform in order to have follow a following. And through that following, following, you will attract the attention of people looking for others to promote their products or their services, okay? But you have to have a platform. Your goal should never, ever, ever be to set out to be an influencer because it's, it, it, it sounds like when you're talking to kids and they're like, oh, I want to be a YouTube star. I want to be an Instagram star. It sounds like that. And even when kids say that to me, I'm like, but of what? What what are you going to do? You can't just be an influencer. There's no such thing as that. You have to have a following, a large following, a loyal following, but you first have to be popular for something. You have to be popular because you released a sex tape. Okay. Now you, okay. That is you. Everyone's following you now. Now you've got a million followers. So people they don't care that you did a sex tape. They just care that people like and they listen to your your post or they like your post and they figure, hey, let's give it a shot. I want you to promote my business. Or, hey, I'm on a reality show. Okay, great. You honor, you're on a reality show. Let, I want you to promote this. Okay, you have to be about something first before you can be an influencer. Your goal is not to be an influencer. People come to you when they think that you have reached a level to be an influencer. You don't get to determine that yourself. You are more so a blogger, not an influencer on social media. What I can't stand now is that the fact that there is a thing called an influencer without any requirement of talent, Mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, nothing compelling about you. Right. So basically what happens is, is you have a lot of people who get, influence because people want to emulate right their lack of substance which is yeah. kind of scary well, yeah remember that that, that uh, documentary we saw the yeah fire, fire. that was that was the perfect example of how you can fuck up your own platform because you are being an influencer for someone else and you don't know anything about what's really going on so if you everyone should watch the Netflix show, uh, movie documentary fire. Uh, we watched it over the weekend and it is so, it is a shit storm. Okay. And just when you say they can't possibly, there's no way they can fuck up more than they've already fucked up. They are fixing to get it all the way together. The music festival is going to be lit. It's going to be great. Or, okay. So much has happened. They're just going to cancel it. Give the people their money back. No, it was shit show after shit show after shit show after shit show. But where it comes into what we're talking about is that they had people like Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, and other models. They had Ja Rule, which they should have known it was going to be fucked up anyway because Ja Rule's name was attached to it. And they were hired by the uh, founder of Fire, the Fire uh, Music Festival, to advertise, to market for them. So these girls, you know, they got flown to the Bahamas. They get there. They're on a beach. At that point, they're like, what are we supposed to do? And then they just kind of start doing their their own thing. There was no direction. They're on their social media pages talking about this fantastic music festival. All of these deals, you know, you get flown there in a jet plane. You get to stay in these, like, over-the-top glam tents. Um, you have all this food that's going to come to you, blah, 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 blah. That's all they knew, period, point blank. And they were constantly posting on social media about this festival, and their followers started purchasing tickets to this festival, which was basically... I, I don't even know how to describe it. it. It was nothing. It was nothing. In the end, and... It was a perfect example of how this uh, no substance influencer, uh, I guess you could say culture, is destructive. And it's there's nothing behind it. There's no integrity, no honor, no honesty. All they did was fail at putting something on and then get everybody they could to say how awesome it is and right. how awesome it's going to be. And I mean, you heard the Grant, that, that marketing guy, mm-hmm. who was just constantly saying, no, don't mention that. Mention this. Yes. Don't talk about this. Talk about that. Yeah. Post this. Post that. I was – Yeah. it was shocking yeah. at how many people just 
lie all the time the public yeah and then you know you've got people like i said kendall jenner who was told a little bit about this music festival but was being paid to advertise about it so you know that could have potentially ruined her career as well as some others um but that's my point about being an influencer just take the fact that the music festival was awful but it was kendall jenner comes from a family, a well-known family, and she's a model. She's got a platform. Therefore, she's paid to be an influencer because of that platform. She doesn't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to be a social media influencer. That is just, I don't understand how people do that. Well, that's what's really sad is that there are a huge number of people, probably in the millions, of people out there who want to be influenced. Somebody's a model. What right or what does that give them the right to talk about other than being a model? Like, why would anybody think I should take any level of direction from somebody who is pretty? And that's the right. only thing they're bringing to the party. Right. Um, I, and at the point that I want to drive home to people is that um, your goal should be to create something that is yours, share it with the world, get to know your audience if you even build an audience um and then you have to be able to read your audience so that you can know what kind of content that you put out there and that's when people will come to you therefore that's when you become an influencer you don't start off by being an influencer for example with this show yes we have people who come to us and say i want to pay you so such and such per month to advertise for me which we're done that so but even with that i don't consider myself an influencer i consider myself more of an advertiser because that's what we're being paid to do but then again it's not us seeking out it's people seeking us because they have seen what we do they have seen the show they've seen the post they see what we do in the community and they want to be a part of that and somehow have you be a part of what they're doing it's I, my my intentions were never to be a social media influencer, and like I said, I don't consider myself to be one. You know, yeah. so I just think that it's very juvenile in a way that people actually say that. Like, do you? To me, when people just say that, I'm like, you have not researched enough about what this is. Um, at all it is yes people want to be on social media people want a lot of followers people want people to say oh i heard that from this person i heard that from that person and i tell you what if that is the mind frame that you have you won't be successful to me it's 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 accelerated narcissism so it used to be i want to be something that makes something i I want to be an astronaut a mechanic i want to be something then it's i want to be you know i want to be an actress i want to be a poet i want to be a something that produces something Mm -hmm. now an influencer is literally I want people to like me. That, and that's that, really what it is. That's the job. Yeah. I'm not I, I wish, anything. Yeah. I just want people to, to like, like me. me. Yeah. And that's my job. And my thing is that that is not what an influencer is. Being an influencer is a job. It it's is depressing. not about the likes. Because those people who are selling the products, they are being paid for that. Which that is perfectly fine. My whole point is that you should set out first to say, I want to build a platform to educate people about down syndrome oh i want to create a platform to educate people about lupus hey i want to create a platform to show people makeup tutorials that's how you start off you don't start off by saying i want to be a social media influencer that's just silly don't say that you're doing a disservice to yourself you really need to go all the way back to the drawing board and start over again and really think about what it is you're doing because i'll tell you even with us it's a lot of time and it's a lot of money and it's a lot of time and money for other people as well, but you don't get to see that part of it. You know, it is, I, I have to, with the people that pay us for advertisement, I I have to make posts for them. I have to make commercials for them. So you have to know about the product and going back to the fire thing it you look what happens when you don't it's a job it is a it's a job and it's tiresome yeah it's um 
it takes a lot. You got to think of what to say. You got to think of something catchy. You got to think of the right hashtags. You have to know the right times to make the post. This it, it's, it's a lot more than what it looks like, which you just see the pretty inversion of it, which is a post with information and things like that. So that is my spill as the Jews would say about being a social media influencer. Before we go into this break, I want to give a big congratulation to some of the ladies from Lady Havoc Dance Team. You have heard me talk about them. You have seen them on the show. You have seen their directors on the show. You've also seen the owner and coaches and assistant coach from Team Havoc, the basketball team. But Lady Have a Dance Team, uh, we have some members who are in the process of trying out to be Houston Texans cheerleaders, and three of them have officially made it to the final round, and the final round is voting. So they need the public to vote for them. So I want to give a big congrats to Taylor Carr, Stephanie Pena, and Dalen Lee. They are all finalists. But what they need from you right now is to vote for them. So in order to vote, I'm going to give you the link. You can vote as many times as you want to. And voting ends Friday at 12 p.m. So here's the link, and then I'll post this after the show so you'll have it. It is HTTP. What are the two dots? Are they colons or semicolons? Colons. Colon slash slash C-D-A-N-A-L-Y-T-I-C-S dot Houston, Texas dot com slash C-N slash A-6-K-P-Y slash one nine H-T-C voting. So I know you didn't catch any of that. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, it sounded like I was doing like a physics equation or something like that or formula. <laughs> so I will post that after the show when I get home on all of my social medias. Please go and vote for these young ladies. Again, here are their names. These are the former Lady Have a Dancers who have made it to the final round of the Houston Texans Cheerleaders tryout. Stephanie Pena, Taylor Carr, and Dalen Lee. Congratulations and best of luck. And we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Keisha, the host of the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast and web series. If you follow me on social media, you know that the Million Harris is one of the sponsors of the show. I've told you all about the great hair products for both men and women that they have, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to actually see some of their hair bundles. Here they are. What I did was I ordered both 20 and 22 inch Malaysian bundles and a frontal from the Million Harris and took them to my stylist and had her make this unit. Yes, this is actually a lace front unit made from the bundles I purchased at the Million Harris. I usually don't wear this much hair extensions, nor do I wear it this long, but I really, really love it. The hair feels amazing. It looks great. I've been getting compliments everywhere that I go. So make sure to go to her website or stop by the shop and get your order on. She's got hair products, bundles, and mink lashes. Make sure to use my discount code LEVER20 for 20% off your total purchase. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I want to let you guys know again, I want to give you the information about our grand opening. It is going to be Saturday, April 27th from 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. You can come and see where we film the show, where it's produced. You can come shop at our boutique, which is Sassy Class Custom Design Gifts and Apparel. You can find us on Facebook and on Instagram. You'll also get to see some of my work for my event planning business before the cake events. Uh, you'll be able to see what are we doing? What are we doing with that? We actually are going to be having a display of a lot of the um, events that I planned from Sweet 16 birthday parties all the way to weddings. Uh, I also wanted to let you guys know that during that part of our grand opening, we are hosting a speed petting event that is benefiting Bayou Animal Shelter or services. Speed petting is kind of a play on speed dating. 
Um, you can come here and you can meet all of the adoptable pets. You can spend five minutes with them. You'll have a compatibility card and you get to see who would be your perfect match. And hopefully when you leave, you'll be taking one of those animals home to their forever home. Uh, for more information, you can all get all of that on my pages. And please, please, please go and visit Bayou Animal Services Facebook page to see all of the animals that are up for adoption and how you can help them out. The speed petting event and adoption will be donation-based. So bring your money and let's help these fur babies get into their new home because Bayou Animal Services is building a new facility. Uh, but we they, they, they need a little bit more change and we're going to help them do that. Also, one of our show sponsors, The Million Harris, as of, let me see, starting April 27th at the grand opening, her hair care products will be sold here at our storefront of Sassy Class Custom Design Gifts and Apparel. The address is 3709 FATTA, F-A-T-T-A, Drive, Dickinson, Texas, 77539. If you have any questions about that, just send me a message, okay? All right, so... This is our last segment, and, you know, to kind of coattail off of being an influencer, there's this word that's clout, okay? Um, clout basically means that someone has influence over others, someone's popular, someone's famous, they've got the clout. But then you have to be careful because there's some people that only want to be associated with you for your clout, and they're trying to really suck off of you to build themselves up. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, um, and there's a so you'll hear there's a I mean I think Cardi B has a song called Clout. Uh, you'll hear people on reality shows and movies, things like that, say clout, and it really is that you have built yourself up. Now you've got all these hoes and motherfuckers trying to be on your team, being in your entourage because you're successful. And and oh man, it is really hard, and it happens a Leeches. lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we we, we have a couple of friends who've. Uh, in the entertainment industry who have told us how many fakes there are, how many people use them for this and that. I mean, it's, it's a, you see the worst in people yeah. in this industry. Yeah. Sure. So people like to coattail off of your hard work, the money that you've invested and they only are down with you as long as you're on top. If for some odd reason, anything happens and you slip up and you're not on top, they won't be around. They only want you for your clout. That's why James is always around me trying because of my clout. That's right. Yes. So, you know, you have to be on the lookout for those things because it happens. I mean, it, it happens to kids. You know, kids want to go hang out with the most popular person because of their because of their popularity. Oh, I'll get invited to the parties. I'll get to go this to this event and that event. So it is it, something. But you know what? The sad thing about it is it's, I really think that there's more adults that are like yeah. that than kids. Well, I think there are because especially with social media nowadays, you never had to grow out of that. Like now, yeah. literally, if you were 10 years old when MySpace came out, yeah. you've grown up with all with that social, social media. media. So right. you never had to learn that that wasn't important. Right. right. Um, it, it's something that, you know, you constantly have to be on the lookout for. Um, I always say, you know, people think they know me because of the show, because of my social media. But I only let you see what I want you to see. I only put out there exactly what I want to be out there. Don't you don't know these people because you watch them on TV. You don't know them because you follow them on social media. It is a performance that we have to put on. Now, I don't put anything out there that's a lie, but I put out there exactly what I feel comfortable with the public knowing. You know, and a lot of the times it's celebrity news and gossip. But I'll tell you guys about things that are going on in my life. But only what I want you to know, you know, but because I'm a I'm a person in front of the mic. I'm a person behind the keyboards. And then there's the real me that my family knows and that my good friends know, you know, and that's just the truth. And I think that's for, you know, the highest of celebrities as well. Absolutely. Well, everything is kind of crafted, managed. Yeah. It, it yes. has to be. It has yes. to be because the the masses turn on you so quickly oh, yeah. if anything's wrong. Yes, it's, yes. Yeah. yeah, we live in a world that we convince one another that we have to be perfect when in actuality none of us are perfect, you right. know. And I do post things about my imperfections all the time. I do keep it 100% real because I, I don't want someone f following me and I'm lying to them. Then, then that's, 
I'm a fraud then and I don't want to be a fraud. So, but then again, everything is crafted. I mean, I do have a publicist. We have team meetings about, you know, what, what events we do, what events we'll talk about, what things we'll talk about. So everything, like producer James said, is, is crafted. So just be on the lookout for that. Just stay 100 all the time. Keep your circle close. Keep your circle tight. Keep your circle small. And if you're, if you're in a position to have success that is out for everyone to see, you know what I mean? Like, for example, producer James at work at his, uh, you know, for his career, he can excel, but that's not something that's all over social media. You know what I mean? As with the show, whenever we get ready to do something or we've reached a certain achievement, everyone sees about it. Everyone knows it, you know? Uh, speaking of that, we are very happy that we're going to be part of Comet Palooza this year. Um, when it comes to Houston, we're actually going to be there two days. Uh, we're going to be doing what, James? So uh, Comet Palooza is quickly becoming one of the biggest comic conventions, comic, fantasy, gaming, uh, nerd, geek, fashion, art. Uh, one of the biggest conventions in the country. It's growing quickly. It'll be May 10th through the 12th at the George R. Brown Convention Center. Uh, we'll be doing two days worth of podcast-related stuff. So mm -hmm. uh, there's still some like confirming that's happening on time. But on Friday the 10th, we should be on the main floor doing a live podcast. And I think our topic is going to be uh, super superhero females of color. Yes. Which was uh, Skylar's idea, yes. our daughter's idea. Yes, it was because me and producer James were just looking at each other, like, "Oh, <laughs> now we got to come up with an idea of what we're going to talk about." And it was, it seemed like it would be something easy since James is such a huge comic book fan, and I watched the movies and I know a lot about it. My dad's a huge comic book fan, but fuck, when they tell it, put you on the spot and say you got to come up with your topic to talk about to these people who are fans. Who are super I mean, fans. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, but then scholars like, oh, hey, why don't you, what about this? And we're like, yeah, that's gold right there. So when producer James submitted the topic to them, they absolutely loved it. Um, so yeah, that'll be the first day. Yep. And then and the, that Saturday. We're part of a panel about podcasting. Yes. So yes, it's yes, going to yes. be us and, uh, I don't know. There's a big list of, uh, other podcasts in the area. And right. It's going to be about. It'll be about podcasting, how to do it, uh, pros, cons, technical, uh, marketing. Kind of, if you've ever wanted to do a podcast, come to this panel because it's people who actually do it. Yeah. And in many cases, actually get paid to do it. Yeah. Talking about the ins and outs of the uh, industry. Right. So uh, we hope you will purchase a ticket and come out and see us. We're really, really excited. I hope I hope it's not hot in there, though, because you know if it's hot in there, I'm going to get right up and leave. No, it's cold in there because okay. all those other introverts yeah. don't want to be hot and uncomfortable. Yeah. I do have to say, this year, uh, the guests are phenomenal. So, on the top two places... He's already mentioned me. Well, of course. But Amelia Clark, Daenerys Targaryen, will be at Comet Palooza this year, along with Nat uh, Natalie Emanuel, who plays... Masande on Game of Thrones. She don't want to like that boy Fast that has no dick or balls. That's right. But she's also from the Fast and Furious series. Yes, she is. Y'all know that's my franchise. Yep. So it's a it's gonna be a great time. Get your tickets, uh, check it out, and we'll let you know as we firm up the times and uh, dates for our appearances. Yeah. So we're very very excited. I I have to admit I'm I, I'm nervous. You know, um, but still very, very excited. It's a great honor to to do that. But again, if it's hot in there, I'm going to leave. And they better feed me, too. Because the last thing you want is for me to be hot and hungry. Because I'm going to fuck up everybody's time the entire time. And today say, oh, my God, would somebody get this bitch out of here? I'm that bitch. Darth Keisha. Darth Keisha. Don't nobody like Darth so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also if you go to the Purple Podcast app, you can subscribe to us on there. We'd love it if you left us a review, or you can give us a five-star rating. We don't care if you don't like it or not, just still give us five stars. Uh, what? You mean iTunes? What did you say? Purple Podcast. What this the little thing it? right here. That's I. Yeah, that's, okay, that's Apple Podcast. That's mm. iTunes. 
that's something that you we could have talked about after the show instead of you embarrassing me in front of all my listeners. That's the kind of shit that you don't say when the mic is on, James. You say that when the mic is off. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, after the show, I'm going to check my red email thing. Oh, I mean Gmail. Sorry, my red email. (laughs) But see, when I cuss him out, once this show ends, he going to be looking sad and stupid. Anywho, thanks for tuning in. Next week, I promise, 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 we will be video. You'll be able to see us. We might even let you get a sneak peek of all this. What now? What is it? No, I was just going to say, we got a guest next week. We have a guest next week. We do. I was going, I was working up to that. Don't look at me. Turn your mic off. You're done. You don't need to say anything else on the mic. So, Mr. yes. James out. Oh, my God. So, anywho, we will give you a sneak peek of what we got going on here. We're going to have the director of Bayou Animal Services, Sarah. She is so super fucking cool. She's going to be in here. We're going to talk about what she does. She kicks ass. She gained national attention for the fantastic work that she did for the animals around here during Hurricane Harvey. So, see ya. When I see you, I'm about to hit well Donkey Kong punch producer James, and then I'm going home. So uh, make sure you vote for my girls uh, who made it to the finals of the Houston Texans cheerleaders. I'm going to post all that information because I wouldn't understand what I was saying when I was saying when I was talking about that link. It sounded like I just was kind of like reading a formula or like a recipe or something like that. I was like, Ugh. anywho, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for all the posts, for engaging with us on social media. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are so appreciative, and we will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. It's everything we do. Everything we do. Everything we do. Timeless.